Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every Saturday from 3 to 6, right here on 95.5 WSB. And as you know, probably if you've listened to my show over these past years that I do make way for UGA football. So my show is not on three to six uh, on Saturdays during the football season, but I am on still on WSB. So if you follow me on Twitter at Monica Perez show, I can tell you when I'm on next. And if you just want to hear the shows commercial free after the fact, go to Monica Perez or you can go to iTunes and look for Monica Perez show. But Binkley and I, my producer are doing a daily drive time show podcast. You're going to love it called drive time prop, which you can get at the or you can find under propaganda report on any listening platform that you like. It's 30 minutes of jam packed news from a libertarian perspective. I have a feeling you're going to like it. People are hooked. So Binkley, thank you for all your hard work on that. And uh, I do have, I've been very happy with that. So, all right, uh, let me take a couple of calls, and then, Binkley, I want you to give us an update on an immigration matter that you first alerted me to, and I think you've really got a handle on it, and I haven't found anybody else to really give me the nitty-gritty in a nutshell like you will, I'm sure, in just a moment. So let me take a couple of more calls. I am going to go to William, William in Lawrenceville. Hi, William. You are on with Monica. Hey, Monica. I love your show. You and I are... Uh kindred as far as being libertarians. I love what you're having to say about the economy. As you know, since you're a CFA, I'm an MBA in finance and I've been an investment banker and in, and in finance for the last 20 years. That money are migrated. kindred. I was yes, also an investment are. banker back in the day, but uh, yeah, so, yeah, so give me your yeah. insights. Well, you know, in 2008, when the, when the, when the markets collapsed, we scrambled to lower the interest rates to, to, to virtually zero. And what happened was we stimulated consumption. We, we annihilated savings. No one is saving money. Money migrated from the bond market to the equities market. And what it did is it hyperinflated the stock market. And we have continued to pursue modern monetary theory uh, with a fervor this almost like a religious fervor with the idea that we can continue to lower interest rates and spend ourselves out of this hole. We cannot, it will catch up with us. It will all collapse. It'll collapse like a house of cards. And I really feel sorry for our president because he's had so much pride. He's taken so much pride in the market being up, but I've, you know, if you're going to take credit for being the quarterback when the team wins, you have yeah. to also be 
you have to take the the, the lumps when the team loses. Yeah, that's. And we're headed for a huge correction. I want to ask huge. you what the. Not everybody thinks that. I mean, some people say there's a new normal here, and I can't. I can't see how you can predict a new normal when there is no example of it so far. Well, it's the uh, you know. it's the emperor's new clothes. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it, the new normal is. The emperor's new clothes. He's we, he's parading about naked, thinking that he's dressed in all the finery. But what what the truth is, is that modern monetary theory relies on two phenomenons occurring simultaneously one is the idea that money is limited and it is not limited because it's a fiat economy and it's not backed by anything and the other is that we can print unlimited money and spend ourselves out of a hole and both of those both of those theories are 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 flawed and inherently work against one another and what's happening is the fed which is i believe the shadow government of of, of right. not, if not this country it's the shadow government yeah, the of the world, world. yeah you know i mean I central agree. banks you know the united states the imf is is located in washington dc for a reason and 225 of the countries in the world belong to the imf <laughs> gosh who doesn't belong to the imf yeah. so when the dollar and if you don't like falls, it they will play yeah. hardball with you. Like I, I'm oh, not a fan exactly. of Venezuela socialists, but they they'll just cut you off. Like the the swift thing and Iran. Like they will just cut you off. It is the way they can control you, and you must heal. It violates it, the sovereignty of countries. Oh, exactly. Well, you know, is there really truly, Monica, any sovereignty of nations anymore? Anyway, when you consider that we're also interlaced financially the united states is the world's choo-choo train that pulls the 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 we're the we're the locomotive that pulls the world's choo-choo train financially so if we go off the rails the whole world goes off the rails so yeah but you're, there you're, is a vested yeah there's a yeah. vested interest in us being uh at the at the at the g7 this week and everything is just i really feel sorry for our president because i really don't yeah. think I don't think he understands these things. Well, I don't, I don't know. Think I think, that, sorry, William, I got to, I just want to say that I don't, I think that he, he doesn't need to understand more than he understands to do what I think they're putting him up to doing. Oh, I think, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I think him taking up the mantle of like, oh, this stock market's great. It's all on me. I think that that is kind of a, a setup, a trap. For him, well, I, I, because then I, I agree can blame it on him when it collapses. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think he will be the Herbert Hoover uh, of the future. <laughs> that is sad. I think, and we I, will look I think back that and he's, say, you know, I think that he's definitely got a a um, an idea there that he's go, or I have an idea that he's going to be an iconic figure, a symbol of what's wrong with anti globalism. That that this national thi- nationalism thing that they pin on him is really an anti-globalism, and that's going to be demonized. He's going to be in a way. I mean, I hate to make that analogy, but I really feel like they're setting him up by making the analogy overtly that he's like the next Hitler. And I just think they are putting imagery there. They are really going to make him this this iconic villain that brought about this economic collapse and all that, which is absolutely not true. I agree with you there. You mentioned national sovereignty. That is going to segue into our immigration discussion. But I do want to give Susan a chance in Atlanta. Hi, Susan. You're on with Monica. 
Hi, Monica. Um, with all the talk of the recession and the stocks falling, how is it going to help or rather hinder um, home sales? I have a house for sale, so now I'm getting very worried. It's going to take longer. Oh, the house for sale. Well, I don't. I think that the the idea, generally speaking, is that if interest rates go up, people cannot afford the larger mortgages and the prices go down. And conversely, when they artificially suppress the interest rates after the 2008 collapse, that helped maintain housing prices because people could then. The, the mortgages were even more affordable than they had been before. So I don't think they're, I don't think they're ready to, I don't think they're ready to throw Trump under the bus. If that's what they were going to do, they would, I think, raise rates a little bit and precipitate a crisis. But I don't think they're going to do that right now. I'm, but don't okay. ask me. I'm, I'm terrible with practical advice. It's actually kind of annoying. And I think it's because of the, <laughs> uh, the idea that there's, Timing is a big issue, but fundamentals to me aren't really studying fundamentals isn't going to tell you which way the market goes. I mean, there's a basic like truism or tautology that all information is contained in a price. So a price should go up or down with equal likelihood from any given point. Because if you knew which way it was going to go, you'd pile into it until it reached the point where you didn't know which way it was going to go. But I believe there are people out there behind the scenes who know exactly which way it's going to go, and they're going to determine the outcome without it just being an organic interplay of supply and demand. So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I'm the dumb money, and I'm pretty cautious. And it's a shame because if you are cautious, you can't put money in the bond market because, or get any kind of fixed income thing because the price the rates are so so low you are forced to take risk that's what william was saying and it's a good point you're forced to take risk to get any kind of return at all and that means an inflation or an overstimulation of the equity markets but i think i'm losing binkley now so uh binkley i want you to tell me you're not losing me i know i'm just it gets a little i mean i like to know this stuff but i do hit a wall because I'm always trying to figure out what they're trying to do. I'm not trying to figure out what the fun, oh, it's time in the market for things to, there's overheating here, overheating there. I think they're manipulating it. So I'm just trying to get into the mind of God, as Einstein would say. I just want to understand not to take, make any comparison. That's a challenge right there. (laughs) Small G. So, no, but I want to know about this immigration thing. So what happened this week, we're coming up to a break. So let me just say, what happened this week was, there was a big hullabaloo because they're trying to change the immigration policy of the kids in cages or whatever it is that they're babies in about. cages. Yeah. What? What? Babies in cages. Babies in cages. So we got a couple of minutes. Do you want to give it to us in a nutshell? You want me to ask you? Questions? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So what? Give me a two-minute synopsis of what was in the news this week, or the you know the big picture about the immigration stuff in the news this week. Well. The Trump administration unveiled a plan to keep families together at the border as opposed to separating them, or as the left is now characterizing it, a plan to legalize concentration camps for immigrant children. And what they did was there was a settlement called the Flores Settlement in 1997, which basically it 
required you to release the children of people who were detained at the border after 20 days. So if you were going if they're going to prosecute the people who crossed illegally, then the Flores agreement in effect required them to separate them from their families. This is 1997. This was again this was affirmed because it was challenged by the Obama administration who tried to keep families together, the exact same thing that Trump is doing now, and a 2016 Ninth, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision ruled that the Obama uh, keeping families together decision was was no go and required them to separate the families again. So now the Trump administration. So go that's ahead. why Trump was actually doing that. Yes. It, it turns out it wasn't because he wakes up every morning loving to torture children. But he does get something out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm we'll just see. kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding. We're so. Obama tried to abolish the Flores Agreement. Trump is now trying to abolish the Flores Agreement by putting in regulations that will get rid of that that 20-day limit and allow them to either keep families together or keep children in prison, depending on the way you look at it. (laughs) Okay, so that's in a nutshell. I've got to pull on some of those threads. I think I have another, like, what is really going on here? I I think I have something to contribute to this, but I want to hear, I want to have more conversation about this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You could tweet at me, I'm Monica Perez Show. And I also want to lay out what I call, and I'm not the first person to call it this, but I did think of it. It's just, other people thought of it too. It's the libertarian immigration conundrum. I'm going to lay that out at the bottom of the hour, but right now let's just take a quick break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. You maniac! You blew it up! On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. So we're talking about the immigration issue that was in the news today. Binkley just gave us a great summary of it. We can recap it at the bottom of the hour, but there's something to add on here. So the the to me, it seems like we're just going full circle. There was a Flores agreement, uh, that settlement that made Obama that required. You know what, Binkley? <laughs> Give it to me again. What did the Flores agreement do? Flores agreement said that you had to separate children from their families in order to prosecute the parents. The Flores agreement, it did not allow you to detain the children indefinitely. You had to release them at a, at a reasonable point of time. And then the 20-day limit was affirmed in 2016 by a Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision. Right. Okay, so you're not allowed to keep kids for more than 20 days 20 separated days. from their parents. Yes, separated okay. from their parents. All right. So what is that? What did you read me the quote during the break of that? Was this from the that 2016 judgment? In the Obama era? This, there was a number of court cases that Obama was battling here, and this was from a 2015 decision by um, Judge Dolly G. And she said that this the, some advocates sued the Obama administration, and she ruled that the government was holding children, the Obama government was holding children in secured prison-like unlicensed facilities, and that this violated the Flores Agreement. And that's what they're, that's what, Trump's trying to argue for now. They don't want to abide by the state licensed facility rule. And then they want to take the kids out at 20 days, but they want to put them with their families. Mm -hmm. But there aren't enough facilities, which is what I think is the punchline here is that, I mean, among other things, the very first time this story came up at least a year ago, I thought 
this was going to fold into the prison industrial complex. Obama said, oh, we're going to take away private prisons. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. And then Trump and Sessions doubled down on them. And I have a feeling this is going to be a tremendous boon for the private prison building because they build the same facilities. They're institutional facility building. Yeah, Obama built those nice new concentration camps. Yes, that's the well, that was the other thing. So I looked up, I was like, you oh, I heard all these reports for years, like on Alex Jones, whatever, the FEMA concentration camps, they were designed for illegal immigrants, but really they could flip to us. And I'm thinking, well, if the plot was they were going to flip to us, but the original plan was to use them for illegal immigrants, why aren't we using them? Where are the FEMA camps when, uh, when I mean, that I'm not trying to be take it lightly but i do want to dig into this story there's more to it than meets the eye this is monica perez monica perez well no one's gonna top that on 95.5 wsb atlanta's news and talk i am waking atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every saturday from three to six right here on 95.5 wsb and i am although it is football season i am on till six today you'll have to Follow me on Twitter at Monica Perez Show to find out when I'm on next or search for Monica Perez Show on iTunes or Propaganda Report on your favorite listening platform for what is now a daily podcast from Binkley and I, from Binkley and me, from us. So, Binkley, you had another interesting quote from that. So we're talking about Trump wants to make a change to immigration laws which was the exact same thing Obama wanted to do, right? Exactly the same thing. Exactly the same. Obama was shut down. Trump's trying again. And when when Obama was fighting this battle, his administration, you just read us a great quote from uh, the judge, and you have another one, right? What is this? Yeah. She called, she said that it was astonishing and shocking that 20 years after the Flores Agreement, the government still hadn't figured out how to meet its own standards for humane treatment of children. Didn't she say call it terrible names? Like, w- did she not in uh, insult it? I, I I read somewhere that they were criticizing the conditions under which they said they were ran like prisons and that they were unlicensed facilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that was in the previous quote. So that's basically what Trump's trying to do is say we don't want to meet the Flores standards for licensing. We don't want to use these state licenses. We want to use other facilities. And that's what made me think that they're going to build prison-like things for these people and that maybe this is a little bit of a scam. Yeah. In my observation and reading about corrupt industries, the private prison industry, I've never read anything more corrupt than that where they will bribe legislators and law enforcement for unconstitutional laws of mandatory sentencing and that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm Jennifer Perry, live in the WSB Storm Center. We do have a severe thunderstorm warning in effect now for Gwinnett County. We told you just a few minutes ago, we had a significant weather advisory, but the National Weather Service now issuing that as a severe thunderstorm warning until 6 o'clock. This storm located over Snellville or nine miles southwest of Lawrenceville with 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts. 
as well as lightning strikes. We'll have another update coming up for you at the top of the hour. But again, that National Weather Service severe thunderstorm warning in effect for portions of Gwinnett County until 6 o'clock. I'm Jennifer Perry, live in the WSB Storm Center. So the thing I worry about with the prison industrial complex potentially standing to benefit from these increased needs for beds and stuff Let me just read this paragraph out of the Wall Street Journal last week. It says, Mr. Trump and Republicans have argued the Flores Agreement's 20-day detention limit has driven up the number of immigrant families traveling together expecting to be released into the U.S. because you can't keep the kids for 20 days. And I think there's some provision that you can't release the kids to anyone but their family. Like, did you come across that, Binkley? Yes, their family or someone close to the family, I right. believe. So, so if they could be released to a social worker, then you wouldn't have to build family facilities. And that is a bone of contention. So, but listen to this craziness. It says, uh, Mr. McAleenan, the acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary, said on Wednesday that 475,000 immigrants traveling as families crossed the border illegally since the start of the government's fiscal year in October. So less than a year, but almost a year. He said that's up from 107,000 through all of the previous fiscal year. So it is a it is five times what it was the year before. So this is fiscal year 19, say it's 500,000, fiscal year 19. Fiscal year 18 was 100,000, roughly. And then, but it was fiscal year 17, that was the first year that the Obama ruling was fully in effect, right? Because I believe that 2016 thing was in October. The court case was finished by October of 2016. So they're blaming that ruling on this insane increase. But how do they explain? They said they did go on to say people have caught on. People know that bringing a family is a free ticket into the U.S. Hey, people. Hello. You know, like these guys. Yeah. So but caught on. I don't know. It says Guatemalan coyote guys or however they're to smugglers in Guatemala offer steep discounts to migrants bringing a child. So they're, they're giving you reasons for this, but that kind of an increase, a 500% increase. I think I smell a rat with that. It definitely feels orchestrated by somebody. Right. And so who stands to benefit? So then there are other things that you can think of general weapons of mass migration as an immigrant policy is something to consider. So I wanted to talk a little bit. You Do you have more to add about this particular subject, Binkley, since you did so much work on it? It's just the hip. It really illustrates the hypocrisy yes. of the media more than just about any other issue. Not just the media, but the people who go bananas. Yeah. I mean, it's the people. You got to blame the people who will just jump on the bandwagon of whatever uh, emotion stimulating story they hear. Yeah. Without really thinking it through, thinking the ideology through, and getting the facts and digging into the facts. Yeah, the facts don't matter. It's just about which side that you're on because Obama literally did the exact same thing. Yeah, and I I hold both sides accountable for that kind of thing. Like if you – we used to really – rake Obama over the coals for violating the Bill of Rights. And we don't, for the exact same stuff, Mm -hmm. we just don't even 
talk about it with Trump. So you got to be careful about that. But there is an ideological element. I didn't realize my first the economic stuff was going to be so libertarian-y, but I wanted to hit the immigration stuff from a libertarian perspective. But in in fact, it's not it, it, my position or at least my argument. See, this is the thing. I, I'm not really a policy promoter. I'm not. I'm, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. Like to me, this idea of a limited, self-limiting government is the utopian fantasy and not like the agorist society. It's the self-limiting government that's ridiculous to me that clearly has a conflict of interest because they are selling protection from danger. So they are never going to deliver you from danger. If, if anything, they have to increase your danger. And not only your physical danger, but your fiscal danger, fiscal insecurity and physical insecurity. That's the left, right. That, that's how they get everybody. So they get the people who are more afraid of starving to death. They get them from the left. The people who are more afraid of getting their food stolen from them, they get them from the right. I mean, this is a massive generalization, but I'm just saying psychologically. So I'm not really a prescriber of policy in this uh, quasi tyrannical governmental system. I, but I try to point out why immigration is an issue that can't really be tackled outside of a pure libertarian. In many cases, a pure libertarian solution is fine, like end the drug war. I would not go and make see this. Actually, it isn't it isn't really always pure. If you go and regulate it or tax it, you're going to have a position where it's in the interest. It's cronyized. When you regulate it, all of a sudden, some people aren't allowed to grow weeds and smoke them. You know what I mean? It's just like, how can you possibly intervene in something that you had to? You would have to poison to stop it from growing in your yard. Yeah, we're naturally there. So, so then they create this cronyism, or if it's taxed, a lot of times in history, if you had an opium addictions and you taxed people for it, the government would actually promote opium addiction because it would increase taxes. So that's why the government stimulates the economy, I think, in part because transactions and income are taxed. Your leisure is not taxed. That's why they want women in the workplace, because then you can tax the woman working and tax the person she pays to raise her kids. It's like, you know, it's not for equality. Oh, sorry. Was that? Did I offend your feminist? I feel very, very offended. <laughs> I'm my feminist sorry. tendencies. I'm not making a a normative judgment. I may. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing stuff out. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> well, then I really don't want to go down the immigration road. But I point out that the immigration, like the, there are reasons that that this society, which is not a free society is that immigration can be used as a weapon. And the number one reason in my mind is, so there is a right to work and travel. So if I wanted to hire somebody from Peru to make me, they make, <laughs> they cook guinea pigs on a spit down there. It's so weird and gross, but <laughs> they're really Ugh. Nobody here could ever make that. So I've been to Peru a few times, and nobody here could ever make it. It's horrible. Not a barbecue I'm going to. No, and you eat them, like, whole off a stick. It's the craziest thing. Nobody's ever going to make that for you who was born here, right? So maybe you want to hire somebody to cater your party from Peru. And uh, (laughs) you can't. But you're not allowed. You're not allowed. And that's not right. You are absolutely permitted. If you want to house them in your house, you're not using public roads. But... The thing is that that we have tied 
the right to be here, the right to work here with citizenship, which is tied, of course, to the franchise. So you vote. So we're, the right to work and travel is completely unrelated to the right to vote, but they've connected it. So that makes us all super worried about it. But even that wouldn't matter if our rights and protections from the government as defined by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights were sacrosanct because we really aren't supposed to have a democracy. It's just the democracy is in the execution. It's in making laws that fit into that framework, executing the laws, adjudicating disputes among the states, stuff like that. These are the so your your basic rights are constant. They they constitute this the the founding of this country. So voting shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to vote in socialism into this country, stealing people's stuff at the federal level. But but you can because we've bastardized the system. So we've tied voting to the right to work and travel, and we've tied rights to the vote so that the rights can be voted away. It's crazy. So to me, that's the number one problem with the, with the open borders thing is that are you allowed to take away somebody else's rights if they are being manipulated, brought into the country from countries where people maybe aren't educated in this ideology because they're not from here or maybe don't even speak English so that, that we can't even, they won't even just absorb it so it is tricky. Now you could you could easily solve that by saying, you know, have we have birthright citizenship? You could have birthright franchise. Like if you were born here, you can vote. If you weren't born here, you can't vote. There's like no inherently wrong thing about that. But nobody wants to really address the problem. There would really not I bet if you took the voting out of the picture or the ability to vote other people's rights away out of the picture, we really would not have a problem. We could just have a nice, good free market for labor. But that's the other thing. We don't have a free market for labor. We have a black market for labor that is established not not so much, in my opinion, by minimum wage laws, which often don't matter, are below the market clearing wage, but because of the wage floor that welfare establishes. So I think there's a welfare floor where people aren't going, anyone who's eligible for welfare is not going to work for X amount of dollars, even if it's above minimum wage, because they can get more by accessing the system and not generating income that would offset their ability to access the system. So that's where you have this magnet draw of immigrants across the border. So these are things from an unfree society generates an unjust immigration policy, and it's really a conundrum. There's more elements to this. I'll tweet the <laughs> excellent article I wrote about it right now and get back to you after the break at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Wow, that was intense. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. That was intense because it was too short. You think this is short? You should check out our daily podcast. Binkley and I do Drive Time Prop, which is 30 minutes jam-packed with the headlines up to the minute in time for your drive, but uh, from a perspective of liberty, truth, and justice. So that is well worth having. You can find it at thepropreport.com or Propaganda Report on any channel that you like to listen to podcasts on, probably. But if you want to hear this show... You're going to have to find Monica Perez at MonicaPerezShow.com or on iTunes because this show is going to be floating around and the maybe the only way you're going to get it is just by Googling it or you can get all of this from 
my Twitter feed, which is at Monica Perez Show or Binkley's Binkley. What's your Twitter feed? At Freedom Act Radio. So that's that. We I will have I will be here for a half an hour next Saturday from three to three thirty, and maybe I'll give you a sample of the drive time prop. You can hear what jam-packed news with libertarian perspective is is uh sounds like in the meantime this is monica perez without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.